Welcome to the We Watched That podcast, where my wife Deborah and I watch a movie each week that we loved from our childhood to humorously critique how much smut there's actually in that movie and if it's appropriate for our kids. We recognize that some of the things we talk about might not be appropriate for all age groups. Please use discretion. If you like our podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, welcome to the We Watch That podcast. My name's Rylan Brown. And I'm Deborah Brown. We're back for our second episode of season two. What did we watch this week? We watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Outstanding film. Yes. And uh, so this movie, it was made, I think, in 1989. And PG-13 had a running time of an hour and 37 minutes. Yeah, it came out December 1st, 1989. And this is in the National Lampoon's family which National Lampoon's makes a bunch of movies. But on top of that, this is the uh, kind of the uh, Chevy Chase, the, the Griswold, Griswold family. family, the European vacation, regular vacation. Uh, one movie that I like the, that you don't is the Vegas. The Vegas one. I just can't get behind it. You don't like it, but I like it. So uh, this is a classic Christmas movie. We both grew up on this. Uh, good stuff. So Deborah, I always ask a question at the beginning. If do you have like a favorite Christmas gift you ever got? Oh, no, probably gonna have to say something you bought me. No, no, okay, good. Um, man, I don't really know. I remember getting Teddy Ruxpin, yeah, he was pretty cool. Oh, I got because I'm a nerd. Oh, my goodness, am I a nerd? It was called, I think, Smart Start, and it was like a little computer. It had it was all one piece. It had a little screen, and the numbers or the letters would run across, and it had a keyboard. But there were booklets, and you did like math and phonics, and I loved it. But it, it took batteries. But the batteries, I mean, those D batteries yeah. that cost too much. So you had the AC power cord, and I had it plugged in and stretched across to my bed, and we shared a bed with my sister. And I'd been told not to do that, and I'm a great listener. And she ran through and tripped on the cord and broke the cord and it never worked the same again. You're I, a nerd. I love that toy. Yeah. That might have been the year. I know there was a year my older brother ruined. We never really did like Christmas and Santa and all that stuff. But the Teddy Ruxpin year was the year he showed us where our gifts were hiding. And then magic and the joy of Christmas kind of left after that. Because then it was no longer of what am I going to get is how fast can I find what I'm going to get. All right. So, well, that's pretty good. So I mine was in No one ask. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, so go on. What was your favorite gift? <laughs> no, you're you're right. No. Nobody asked. What's your favorite Christmas gift you've ever received? Uh when people have been kind to me. You've gotten that? Oh, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Continue. I'm gonna guess it was the castle Legos. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it was. So um I got I not only got the castle Lego set. But I got all the different sets, like in Lego set in the Lego Castle universe, and I spent maybe five days building. I played with Legos all the time, and uh, I mean, it's a lot. Your mom still has that. It's a yes, massive set. Still has, still has that. So uh, that was probably my favorite one. Another toy I played with all the time growing up was a wooden cap gun. It was a rifle. Mm -hmm. uh, we never bought caps for it, but I played with that just as like a second, first, second, third grader. Uh, with a toy grind, played with that all the if time. If the people are curious, we cannot find a replica. I have pointed out many replica toy guns, and none of them make the same noise yeah. that the cap gun made. I, I am a disappointment in finding 
fight guns, apparently. I appreciate you saying that. I do want to say that the one gift I wanted when I was young, this is probably the only thing that I really remember that I'm mm -hmm. like, I really wanted that and never got it was when I was young, one of the red cars with the yellow tops. That the you, Cozy Coop. The Cozy Coop. But it didn't look like the modern no, Cozy Coop. No, with the creepy eyes. No, it didn't have no. that. Mm -mm. But it was like the Flintstones car. Yeah. And I've talked to mom about that before. Of And she doesn't even know why why they never got it. Have you seen the uh, smart car? That's like the little two-door no. electric thing. And people paint it red on the bottom, yellow on top to make it look like an adult Cozy Coop. May have to get you one of those. Might. Might it, the to. Cozy Coop is on our... My Christmas list for the baby. Is it really? The, yeah. For this year? It's it's a consideration. But yeah. after buying that Mickey Mouse car that That's on you. makes police sirens, I did not know it was that loud. Well. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. <laughs> All right. So we watched uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, 1989. In one setting. In, yeah. Let's <laughs> start city. there. So. It did not take three days. It did not. We take you. I think you only closed your eyes once. You were questioning me lots of times, though. You kept asking if I was writing things down and if I was looking, and I was. I don't like your judgment. Well, because you've fallen asleep for every other movie. So Maybe we don't start movies after 8 p.m. Maybe. But it was directed by Jeremiah Chekik. Chekik? I don't know. It's not going to come up again. Uh, written by John Hughes, starring Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Juliette Lewis. It's also got uh, Johnny Galecki. What I love about this cast with Randy Quaid, Doris Roberts, E.G. Marshall. Um, what I love about this cast are like people like Ju Juliette Lewis. I don't ever think of her like, oh, I need to see a movie with uh, Juliette Lewis. But every time I see her acting, I always think she's a good actor. Who's Juliette Lewis? She was the daughter. Okay. And she's been in some other things. Uh, uh, was she the daughter in just this one, or did she make a repeat appearance? Because I know the sons mm, of the son and daughter change a lot. They do, and. Uh, so I know De Beverly D'Angelo, the wife, Ellen, mm -hmm. was the same in all the movies. Uh, but she, Juliette Lewis, I'm looking it up. I don't. I think it was different in the movies. She was in Portlandia, uh, which I'm a fan of that show. I like that show. She was also in Grand Theft Auto and the Darwin Awards, Cold Creek Manor. Boy, she has been a busy, busy actress. Um, was in The Wonder Years. And I'm just seeing the National I'm Lampoon's just seeing the Christmas. Christmas Vacation. So I bet it was other other ones. We need to go back and watch the American vaca the vacation, vacation and the European Vacation mm -hmm. sometime. And the Vegas one. Or I'll watch that by I'll myself. I'll watch the Vegas one. Take that hit. So, But I do. I like, I like this cast because uh, I think the cast in this one worked really well together. But that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about the stuff that made us question why our parents makes you blush. It did. Did it make you blush? My, if I sat with my children and watched this and I had to explain all these words. Yeah. So, all right. So let's start there with the language. I mean, I'm not even going to count. I will. Oh no. We're going to count out loud. Aren't we? Six, seven, eight, nine, oh. 10, 11, 12, 13, every 14, week. 15, 16, every week. Guys. 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, I'm prepared with his notes. I tell you, 30, I got 32. I've got a bunch. And I counted dickless as a cuss word. Did you count that as a cuss word? Could you use that in a sentence? <laughs> I don't remember. How would you use that oh, in a wait, sentence? Now I got it. I was going to say, when did that even happen? That happened in his end of the movie rant. He had several cuss he had words. several in there <laughs> where we were just throwing words together. <laughs> How do you use that in a sentence? I don't even remember. Um, he said... I mean, I don't know. I just wrote it in the other words that came after it. 
So they use the F word once. What did we say? The eunuch is a, no? Yeah. Yeah. But they said the F word once, which in 1989 got to the PG-13 rating. The S word was the most popular uh, curse word. And does that include when referencing the RV? Yes. Okay. So, which we'll talk about. That's one of my all-time favorite lines in any movie ever. Uh, Randy Cates' character, character cousin Eddie, is just flawless in his in his performance. And um, all right, so the movie starts out the the whole thing. If you've not seen the movie, I'm sure everybody has. For all the three people who are listening, um, but the if you've not seen the movie, it is about Clark Griswold, played by Chevy Chase. He wants to have the perfect Christmas and he wants to have all the family in. And this to me movie, this this movie to me, the theme is it's always harder than it has to be. And we always build things up in our head larger than they actually are. Yeah. Our expectations do not match with reality. His expectations does not match. But uh, just hilarious. So, yeah, hilarious movie. I laugh every time I watch this in several places. Um, but the first thing that I noticed was they're driving down. Um, the road to get the Christmas tree and they're going to have this kind of drive off with the trucker mm-hmm. where no two guys in a truck with the naked women, mud flaps and uh, Chevy Chase gives the middle finger. Uh, Shortly so, after singing a Christmas song. Joy to the or world. Joy, no. Um, but it'll come let us adore him. I don't remember, but it opens there were several songs. with a carol. Right. And then you got him calling a, uh, the guy, the jackass is riding his tail and then he flips them off and then your road rage scene. Yes. So, uh-huh. I like the juxtaposition of Christmas carols and flying the bird. <laughs> it's really the meaning of Christmas. Um, and then, so they bring the tree home and their next door neighbors, my, maybe my two favorite characters in all of film anywhere at any time or place, any movie, Todd and Margot. Yes. They are, what would we call them, yuppies? Can we get from... two cats and name them Todd and Margo? <gasps> no, but that is a great idea. If we ever have two pets, we'll... Name them Todd and Margo? Todd and Margo. And, uh, but when they see the tree and it's huge, it do- it won't fit in the house. And, and they ask Clark... Todd asks... Yeah, where are you going to put where that? Where are you going to put that? And he says, uh, bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> and Todd gets offended and he says, I wouldn't talk to you, I was talking to your wife. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, again, we, we laughed out loud. Um, also, so, and then there's just a lot of, there's some really clean, like slapstick American type humor. And then they have these segments of where stuff is gross. So the next thing that I wrote down was when they're at, when he's at the lingerie counter yes. flirting. Uh, First off, have you ever seen a lingerie counter? You know, I've been to a lot of malls. Okay. Yeah. I've seen like. Like who couple keeps, dozen. Who keeps their panties behind a glass case? Hmm, I've been to those stores. <laughs> no, so, I haven't. I don't know. I, I, it just seemed odd. Are we more people who buy underwear out of a bin? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have underpants salespeople. <laughs> I feel like that's not something we're going to get salespeople for, but like if there's a multi-pack or... <laughs> Is that more our speed? Okay, I'm back. Okay. So I think that's more, but they were flirting and the salesperson for the lingerie, she was, she knew what she, she was knew. doing. She was, I don't, I think you would get sued and fired today if any lingerie. Pulled up her skirt to show you how she has no panty lines. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I bought, I just, I bought underwear for you once. 
uh, early on in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And I was uncomfortable at Victoria's Secret talking to someone else about underwear mm -hmm. and uh, did not have an experience like this at all. You didn't tell her that your wife was God rest her soul and then come back. Well, she's not dead. We're just divorced. You what? didn't divorce your wife and your fictitious. I'll say I didn't say those exact words. <laughs> That's a bold move, Clark. I definitely gave an impression. Like <laughs> who does that? Clark Griswold. Flirting with a woman behind the panty counter. There's a panty counter? That's where she was at. We got to find that. <laughs> Would she... someone write to us if they find the panty counter <laughs> and let us know where it's at? I don't want to know. I know where the bins are at. <laughs> I don't feel like that's going to be in a place I want to be. Like, I definitely think a certain clientele shops at a counter where they have loose underwear. <laughs> Mine always come in like a bag, right? It does. Like a, a satchel. Not like a satchel, but like a Hanes, like a, a bag. We know what you're talking about. The multi-pack. Yes. Yeah, the multi-pack. You're uh, also not buying white lace thongs. I mean, hope. Let's, I mean. I, let's just go on. Let's, <laughs> let's not linger here. Um, but she does. She shows... Or something, and then she says, "Can I take something out for you?" And um, and that's when we get the slip ups. Yeah, that's when he starts He's just blousing, browsing. Yeah. Uh, sorry. The he he says uh, something. It's hotter, but he says hooter. Yes. And then something about well, it's a bit nipply outside, nippy. So all of his words, he's just mixing up. But. Yep. But the, the greatest of that is that his son catches him. Yes. Like, come on. Yeah. How do you explain to your young teenage boy what you're doing? One day he's going to be Leonard on Big Bang Theory. But not before he's David on Roseanne. And that what his name was? That's a good point. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So the next thing I noticed was they're back at home. The grandparents are going about, about to show up and the son is watching TV, a Christmas parade. Mm -hmm. And they're <laughs> the nutcracker falls over. The nutcracker falls over, and one of the I've never heard this before, but neither. one of the announcers said, "I can't see the nuts." Can't even see the nuts. <laughs> and that's how childish in that moment, and that we laughed. Yeah, I, I do want to point out something that what? beyond the language and the sex and stuff. Yeah, you've got moody, mopey teenagers. Yeah, the daughter doesn't want to go for the Christmas tree. Doesn't want to share a bedroom with her brothers. Can't the grandparents just stay at a hotel? Just very bitter. Spoiled. Spoiled child. What a what a joke. So that's just no, that's yeah. Um, and then later on, Clark is putting up the Christmas lights. Thousands. Okay, so let's talk about his. Mm -hmm. I want to. I bet there's over twenty thousand dollars damage done to homes. Yeah, in, in this from the gutters to the windows breaking to when like the SWAT team comes in, yes, breaks four or five windows. Not even to mention Clark stapling the lights to the roof. Stapling the How lights. How many to the leaks roof. is he going to have? He's going to have a lot. And of he leaks. falls through the ceiling from the attic. Yes, and he's not really bothered by it. He just no. stays upstairs and. And then the dog breaks all the china and the and tears up stuff in the laundry room. I mean, yep. it's a mess. The hole in the floor from the burnt cat. Yes. Like there's a lot of damage. There's a lot of home. damage done to this home. So there he's trying to get a pool with his I Christmas mean, bonus. I would not be wasting my money on a pool. You've got home repairs to do. There's buddy. home repairs to do. But uh they break the I don't know why I wrote this down, but they Clark is putting up the lights and the gutter with the ice. Yes. The ice 
shoots through shoots the Todd across and the lawn window. into Todd. And my favorite line, that's why I wrote this down, is because Margo says, why is the carpet all wet, Todd? And Todd says, I don't know, Margo. <laughs> and just his inflection of voice. Uh, it's good. It's good delivery of their lines. It is good delivery. And uh, and so they're outside after that. The whole family's outside. Clark's trying to get the lights going on. And one of the grandfathers said, hurry up, Clark. My baguette's frozen. <laughs> so. so the granddads are little pervs. So you've got the one set of grandparents are in the bed next to each other. And granddad has a flashlight and he's reading the teen girl magazine. And then the other granddad, they're on the bunk beds, and he's on the top bunk staring at the poster of the swimsuit model that the sun has hung on the ceiling. Pervy little old men. Pervy old men all throughout the movie. Um, okay, and so Cousin Eddie comes in, who is probably my favorite character from the movie. I'm so proud of you for calling him Cousin Eddie. I always say Uncle Eddie. He does. But he's Cousin Eddie, my favorite character from the movie. But he's also one of the most profane. They bring this dog, Snots. Isn't that his name? Snots, or is that, yeah, he's Snots. got this sinus problem. He has a sinus <laughs> problem. Uh, and one of the first things he says about Snots is, you ain't you ain't never seen a set on a dog like this. <laughs> and <laughs> Which is inappropriate. We would not want our kids to say things like that. But I giggle every time. He also says that uh, he only brought two of his kids. Because the daughter's in the clinic getting cured off the wild turkey. <laughs> Which, side note, wild turkey. When we we did the bourbon tour a few yeah. years ago. And wild turkey was the nastiest smelling to me. Mm -hmm. Granted, at the time, I was pregnant. Not drinking anything. Just basing things off smell. It was nasty smelling. So, hey, how that's those, my... How have those AA moments <laughs> meetings been going for you? We're good. I'm getting cured off the wild turkey. So Have they, have they been helpful? <laughs> They've been helpful, yes. And do you have your chip? That's AA. There's a bit of an anonymity to it. <laughs> kind of just ruined that for me. Nobody's listening. <laughs> so. It doesn't matter. Uh, so, yeah. And so the next thing uh, that we really see that's kind of dirty is Clark's pool fantasy. He's staring out the window. The pool is there. He's got all his family. And then he uh, begins to dream about this model. I don't know. Was it the, am I crazy? Or is she the woman from the panty counter? I think she was. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. It's the lady from the panty counter. It's always she, a problem. She got a new job. She's modeling pools. She is modeling <laughs> pools. And so, but they insinuate that she takes her clothes off. Yes. So he can see her topless. Um, also, Eddie's clearing out the, what do you call that? The, the waste system. waste tank of his RV. Uh-huh. And several times he's got his beer, his cigar. Yes, which they're is smoking great. and drinking in, in the this. morning. That's fine. Yeah. But several times, my favorite line out of the movie is he says, shitter's full. <laughs> Just a great line. One of the, probably the greatest line in all of literature uh, from Homer mm -hmm. to the Gutenberg Bible. Oh, Not the Bible. Oh, I'd take that back. Oh, to, too far. All right. Uh, to Shakespeare yeah. is the line from Cousin Eddie. Shitter's full. <laughs> Which isn't there an unspoken RV rule that you don't number two, hmm. except in emergency situations. You know, I've never, I've never spent time in an RV, but I would like to. Growing up as a child who spent time on campgrounds and campers, your dad said no. Well, yeah, that was just the general. If you could make it to the bathhouse, you made it to the bathhouse because someone has to clean that out. Yes, 
So that it gets seems, cool. that seems like a wise, a wise move. Uh, the next thing I notice is uh, Clark and Ellen want to give cousin Eddie's kids a nice Christmas. So they take, and uh, you've ruined that scene for me now. They take cousin Eddie. So someone pointed this to me, but they cousin Eddie and Clark are at Walmart, Walmart doing some shopping and just buying dog food, <laughs> buying bad massive amounts of dog food for snots. Uh, but someone pointed this out to me in college that uh, cousin Eddie clearly has a large. What do we call it? I'm going to say it just because it comes up later. Yes. In the the movie, but uh, he has a large bulge, mm -hmm. and I would From encourage the upper left thigh. So you were, were you really you into pointed it? it out? You're like, look at his left thigh. I'm like, where am I supposed to look? You're, the left thigh. For the record, Deborah is blushing right now, and now she's laughing to avoid. They're like, I shouldn't have been looking there after you said, look at his thigh. I, I did. I wish you weren't so perverted. Well, I'm working on looking it. at other men. I'll bring that up in my meetings too. Okay, I'm gonna tell the lady at the panty counter <laughs> the situation. We've got lots to share, don't we? We do have lots to share, uh, but. So, and it comes full circle because at the end of the movie, he uh, he kidnaps Clark's boss because Clark doesn't get his bonus that he thinks that mm -hmm. he's coming to him. And uh, the boss's wife calls the police and gives a description of Eddie and says that, I think, large, bulging man. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it was definitely in there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that he would he would have that. And then the last thing I noticed was uh, when the cops or the SWAT team said freeze, Ellen kept grabbing Clark's crotch. And I'd never noticed that before. Yes. Like why she's grabbing it uh -huh. and then frozen. But it was that right before that's after squirrel. Like the squirrel jumps out of the tree. Yeah. So I don't know why she would be, but we missed the giant. And we talked a little bit on it of it earlier of uh, Clark's tirade about his boss when he used every cuss word known to man and threw in. That's when the F-bomb came in, which is something that there was another movie. What other movie did we watch that had the F-word in it? Spaceballs? Yes. The, and, and like they save it to like the last yes. 10, 15 minutes. Uh -huh. So I, don't I just know. thought that was something. That they're saving that word to the end, but he drops it in there. But he also adds in like monkey, holy, and fat. Like it's yeah. just, just spitting out words if you were mad. Uh-huh. These are the things you would say. Now, if how old do you think someone needs to be to watch this movie? Now, and also let's put that in context that it's always about maturity more than right. age. But at what age generally should someone be oh. before they see this movie? I would put it at 13 or above. I know I'm a prude. The language, yes, the sexual stuff with the women. Mm-hmm. It's probably more than the language. I mean, the language, they're probably, they're hearing that from their kid, kids at school. I know they are. Yeah. They come home and tell me, which is hilarious. Sometimes you say it. Because our children, well, do you see who I live with? Mm -hmm. Our children will spell out words, tell me someone said the S word, and then they spell stupid. Yeah. I'm like, oh, honey, we that's nothing. We don't say it in our home, but we're not going to gasp and cut our, our kids, pearls when somebody else says it. wish our kids weren't so stupid? <laughs> no. <laughs> Our children are lovely. And what do you mean when you said that earlier, <laughs> that you wished our kids weren't so stupid? Well, our children are fantastic. They are fantastic. They are we, we don't talk like that. No. Much. All right. So, uh, so yeah. I would say 13. Yeah. I would too. And even then, it needs to be a sitting with your parents the first time kind of movie. Mm -hmm. So they can know when to laugh at the really funny parts. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I would say about the same, 12, 13. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, but it depends the kid. Like some kids at that age would not find this to be funny. No. At all. And that's okay. Our seven year old would love it. She would love oh. that she loves slapstick all comedy. Of these movies. She's very physical love. comedy. She would have loved when the cat fried under the chair. She would love when Clark jumped out of the tree. In the, the attic and he keeps stepping on the boards and, and he keeps falls hitting. through. It, she yeah. would have loved when he fell off the roof. Like all of that would have been hilarious. When he's on the sled. Uh-huh. Going, yeah, she would love. She enjoys any when physical the, humor. The uncle. The old guy who smokes the cigar. What's his Eddie. name? No, that's the cousin. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know. His wife says Grace. Yeah. <laughs> she died years ago. Right. So that when he caught on fire, she would have loved that. Yes. She would have loved all loved of it. it. So all right. So if it wasn't for if we it was the TV version, mm-hmm. I would let a child younger. Right. Because for the language, I mean you're gonna get get that. You can get over it. You can have a discussion of how that's inappropriate. It's hard. Telling your children why you're laughing at scenes when there's sexual stuff. Do you usually laugh at scenes with sexual stuff? No, but I'm saying if you did, like I'm trying to remember, like I don't. When you pointed out Eddie's bulge, there was giggling from you, from both of us. (laughs) You were just as guilty, and when she's grabbing him at the end, Mm. all of that. So, Mm -hmm. I mean. Edited version for kids, I would say yes. Yeah, yeah, I'd say you don't want your young kids in there because they'll ruin the mood. <laughs> it's their job. <laughs> it's, they're going to ruin the like. They, yeah. All right. So we watch this. We're going to keep the Christmas theme rolling, and this episode is going to come out December tenth. And then we've got one more episode before Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve falls on a Thursday. Are we going to do an episode oh, for I- Christmas Eve? completely earlier told you that the next episode would come out on Christmas Eve. Um, I wish you didn't lie to me so much, but I feel like it's a pattern at this time. Well, no, it's a pattern at this time of the lying and the deceit. And uh, again, something we could talk about in our meetings. Move on. Yeah, we can do a Christmas one on Christmas Eve. All right. So next week, we're going to watch the Christmas story, Mm -hmm. which is a great, great movie. It's one of those I can do once a year. It's not my favorite Christmas movie. So you can't TBS marathon. No, this? I can't TBS marathon it. I like it. I think it mm-hmm. is funny, but it's one of those that if I haven't seen it in a year or even a couple years, it's mm-hmm. funnier. Yes. And so, uh, but I like it because it's nostalgic and uh, it's kind of a good. Now that I really think hard movie. on the Christmas Eve movie. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. We'll come up with something. But Christmas, I picked bad movies recently. Three Ninjas, Opportunity Knocks. Uh, I'm picking this one because it's kind of a safe, mm-hmm. you know, we'll go through it and we'll see what the bad stuff is, but you and I will enjoy watching this movie. It's at least a good movie. It's quality time. It's a quality time. So, so, so we're going to be back for that. If you want to watch the movie and follow along with us next week, write down uh, what you find smutty about the movie. And we'll ask the question of why in the world did our parents let us watch that? They did not guard our heart from the temptations of the world from the devil. It's like we were thrown into the lion's den. Uh, and that's what we're going to do next week. So uh, if you want to reach out to us, go to our website at wewatchthat.com. You can also uh, check us out on Instagram at wewatchthat. And uh, until next time, I'm Rylan Brown. And I'm Deborah Brown. We'll see you next week.